Now, tell us about Coffee for Craig, because you've had a huge amount of coverage and people have become very aware of you, both within Manchester and across the country, because of its unusual nature and what it does. Um, well, basically, we work with people who are sleeping. We run a seven-day-a-week drop-in out of hours. So from Monday to Friday, we work from seven till nine. People can come in. And then on the weekend, we work five till seven. So we work with people predominantly who are rough sleeping, who have complex issues and needs. And um, we provide a little bit of respite, um, advice, signposting and we try, we try to provide sort of uh, emergency sort of places for them to stay and stuff now, like that. Risha, we know that the the increase in rough sleeping is marked right across the country, and these people are by definition without their own roof over their head, and we're talking about the built environment. I mean, what what's what's gone wrong for them, and what can be done? to get things better and to get them back into housing? I think there's a variety of things that have gone wrong. A lot of people, you know, there's, we have many, many different people who sort of present to our service and they've gone through different things. So it's predominantly a lot of people who have uh, relationship breakups, family breakups, um, just loads of different things. Some people come with addictions. It's just a variety of different sort of reasons. I think... It's due to lack of education, poor education, poor housing. We have um, a crisis with landlords at the moment where there's just a load of um, inadequate housing for people. So the private rented sector is a problem for a lot of people that, 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 that you meet. Explain why that is. Because it's inadequate housing, lots of people have to um, put up with mould, just the, 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 the houses, I mean you can only really describe a lot of the rented houses as slums really. Um, there's no consistency in yeah. in in the housing and you you know, you, you don't know where, how long you're going to be able to live for, you have six month tenancy agreements and a lot of the landlords will kick you out after six months. So... If you were in charge then, not just in Manchester but across the country, and you could wave a magic wand to make things better as far as the housing sector was concerned, what, what would you do? I'd make sure that the housing was adequate. I mean, private landlords, you can get some really good private landlords. I'd make sure that um, the housing benefit is in line with the rent because a lot of people with housing benefit, it falls short of the, the actual rent they need to pay. So... They'll, they'll get a certain amount of money and then they have to top up the rent. And that, that, that means that they haven't got enough money to buy food or to live adequately and live to a standard that's comfortable. You know, many people have to choose between paying a bill or buying food. So that's why so many people have to rely on food banks. It's the same with people who are working in poverty. There's a lot of people who work for a living in poverty because work isn't isn't there to the point that it was when when I started work you can't get you can't get full-time contracts anymore within within secure what should be secure jobs I mean I spoke about the fact that I was a teaching assistant when I first started you got a contract for as long as you wanted now if you go into te- teaching assistant work that 
the contract is only for six months and then it gets renewed every September, uh, every August. So you don't know from one year to the next if you're going to have a job. And you can't, you can't rent a property, let alone buy a property, if you don't know whether you've got a full-time job that's going to be consistent. It seems in central Manchester, which has undergone an amazing renewal over the last 30 years, that there's a profound gulf between the haves and the have-nots. Oh, completely. The gap's getting bigger and bigger. You've got people with so many complex needs that there needs to be more mental health services, there needs to be more drug re- rehabilitation services, there needs to be more sort of needle exchanges, more education for children in school. It's just about awareness and being aware of simple things like budgeting. People, people are brought up these days by generations and generations of people who've never worked, who've been on benefits all, you know, for most of their life. So children are being brought into this environment. And within the schools, when I was in school, you you had job careers, you had um, work experience. You don't have that anymore. So children aren't um, taught to work. They're not taught a work ethic. So they they grow up through no fault of their own or no fault of their parents, not knowing what work entails and what it is to get a job. So, you know, you need you need the fundamentals at the very beginning of a child's life and you need the proper housing. People respect the area more when it's when it's got a good upkeep. Within the housing, you need really good community areas where people can take empowerment and they can do things for themselves and they can help each other. If, if you... Um, within our line of work, we sort of help people and the people who we get the most donations off are the people who haven't got anything themselves.